Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. JV, happy Monday, brother. What's happening, man? How's it going today? Doing good, bro. Doing good, doing good, dude. Let's right. jump right into... Your awesome show from last Thursday. Yeah, that was that was a late night, wasn't it, bro? It was a late Thursday. I got home at like midnight. <laughs> you got home just a little bit after I did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Show at the Milestone. Uh, my band Fifty Flies. We played with Strike the Tower and Home for the Day. Um, it was a it was a good time, dude. It was rowdy, pretty it was good, rowdy. pretty good turnout. Yes. Um, wall to wall. Definitely had a good time. Drinks were definitely flowing. Yes. And um, the music was amazing, man. Like, I've seen you guys live. I've seen you play for yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. D- decades now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but, like, seeing you with 50 Flies um, about a dozen times now, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And... Look, and I see you guys playing showcases and just different things when you open or you're the headliner or whatever. But yeah. like, you guys, your your music just sounds so tight, right? Um, you guys flow. When I listen to a band, right? Rock music is not my number one genre; it's my number yeah, two. That's fine. But uh, obviously, after country music, um, yeah, <clears throat> love me some, love me some Luke Bryan, yeah. brother. But um, <laughs> I look for bands that their music and their instruments and their flow, everything is just tight and just moves yeah. together. Um, you guys do that seamless, man. Appreciate and, that, man. That's awesome. Really, uh, really you glad you like that. Yeah, dude. And like you guys look like you guys are having a good time. It's always a great time, dude. Dude. <laughs> I, 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 I say not, this, right? And I'm not saying this because we're just best <laughs> friends. Um, Like a lot of bands are nervous. They're... Uh, scared to kind of let loose and have a good time when they're playing their music, right? And they're they're really uptight, 
you guys are just yeah. loose, man. There's a flow about. It. There's like an energy that with you guys that everybody's just having a good time. Yeah. And then the when we all start seeing you guys have a good time, it's easier yeah. for us to have a good time. So we just kind of get into the flow of the music, man. And yeah, Fifty Flies, man. You yeah. guys are rock stars. We we're all fans. We that that's what we like to do. If you ever notice, uh, yeah, we like to go up front when there's a band playing, know them or not. Yeah, we like to be up front. We like to have a good time with everybody. That's what. So we bring that same energy, right? Yeah. We we want that energy just as much as we want to give that energy. Love it, brother. Um, and that little spot is always packed, dude. Dude, it don't take many people. That's the best part about take it. Take many people, but I love it because it's wall to wall people, yeah. right? It's like elbow to elbow, shoulder to shoulder, yeah. right? And everybody's in there just wants to have a good time. Yeah. They're there for a reason. They're just, yeah. Yeah, the show. yeah, dude. It's, it's so awesome, show. man. Um. When are you guys, and if you don't know the answer, give us the time frame or something. Uh, I hear you guys are going to be streaming soon some music? Yes. Um, I do not have a time frame. Come on. Uh, we are production, post-production is in the works for the, the song is ready to go, but we are going to drop it when we drop a video. Nice. We've already filmed the video. Video is in post-production. And when that's ready, it's all dropping at the same time. Good deal, man. Good so deal. Soon. That's good. We're going to change our, our opening Very music soon. to just Very 50 flies, right? That's, fine. that's what we're going to do. Right now. I love it. Bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be dropping soon. Or like some outro music. Our outro music can just be different songs from your guys' set list. Yeah, that's not, a, not only, as good as I did. like 10 more episodes of that right now. Well, we could we could change we could, <laughs> okay. so we could use different parts of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> you okay. guys, if you break them up into verses and choruses and stuff, yeah, we could do it we could do for, this a for while. at least thirty episodes. We're good. We're good there. <laughs> awesome, man. Um, yeah, and also just more music we are going to be working on here soon. Dope. Yep. For Dope, streaming man. purposes. Awesome, brother. Um, dude, shout outs to my niece, bro. Okay. Uh, she's five. Sweet. Her name is Dakota. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to her T-ball game Saturday Uh-oh. morning. Bombs all day. Dude, okay, so it's the <laughs> cutest thing, right? So they're playing off the tee, and most of the kids, they take like four to five swings, mm-hmm. and they're hitting the, the tee itself. They're yeah, not even yeah. hitting the ball, right? And when they do connect, the ball is going like straight down, yeah, right? Yeah. Into the dirt, and it's like a grounder, right? <laughs> to like the pitcher. Right, not Dakota, right? Dakota... Bro, one crack at it. Her coach is like, <laughs> her coach is like, all right, Dakota. She's like, I got this. I got this. Yeah. And she takes one crack at it, one swing. Bro, she took one in the gap. Bro, those kids were just like, they didn't know what to do. Did they? <laughs> just get out the way. Dude, those kids turned their head. The ball came by them so fast, man. You said five, right? Five year olds? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're just trying to get out the way at that point. <laughs> That's it. That's it. But I will say this, man. Um, on defense, yeah, she's kind of a liability. Okay. <laughs> uh, at one, <laughs> at one point, right? She was out there. Um, uh, the other team was up at the bat, and she was between like first and second. Yeah. So she was kind of playing like outfield, not really, because everybody's on the infield because they're five. Of course. Um, <laughs> but she was in. Uh, she was sitting with her legs crossed in the. Sand in the dirt, and she was just putting sand. the dirt, the sand or whatever, into her glove. I mean, you know. picking it up above her head, and just turning her glove to let it fall. And then she goes, 
I guess I got to refill it. Right, right. <laughs> I don't I don't feel like the outfielders or the quote unquote outfielders yeah. probably don't have a lot lot going on. They don't. They ball games. They don't. <laughs> so, you know, I, I assume the attention spans aren't, you know, oh man, just in there for that. You're right because when they moved her to first base, mm-hmm. She was on it, bro. Yeah. She was scooping up ground balls and she was running to first base. It was the cutest so thing, cute. man. Like, so I got to, <laughs> they're early games, uh, you know, and they're Saturday. So I got to get my behind up and yeah. go out there, man. But I definitely loved it, supporting her. And um, yeah, man, shout out yeah. to Dakota, my baby niece. I love her to death. Yeah, they got to finish those things up before nap time, right? You're right. Lunch and nap time. <laughs> got to get done before that. That's exactly what my brother said. <laughs> He said, yep, we're heading up to Huntersville for a um, birthday party. Yeah. She'll be asleep for 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get a quick awesome. siesta. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we're discussing the trailers for Easter Sunday, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, and our movie of the week, The Protégé. talk about these trailers before we jump into these trailers man something dropped today little the boys yeah a different different trailer yeah let's uh, go what season is this? is this three or four season three let's go dude so the trailer says dropping june 3rd but i think that's been knocked around a couple for a times while. yeah yeah so hopefully since that's so close that one's locked in now man my man jensen ackles a good looking dude. I'm, bro. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see him do this. We've seen him as Dean Winchester, Supernatural, which you don't watch. So that's my thing. I know the name, though. That's yeah. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see him in this role, this kind of, uh, I guess, more grungy, more uh, violent role. Yeah. I mean, you know, he cuts vampires' heads off and stuff like that on the CW. It's a, you know, really cool, this is, but yeah, this is a little different. This is a different level. Um, he looked pretty awesome in this trailer. This yeah. was like a first real good look at him and fighting and stuff like that. Uh, it was also cool was Butcher having superpowers. I'm ready for that. I am down for that. They're only good for 24 hours, dude. You know, you know what I mean? I mean, how much can you get done in 24 hours? Uh, if you got superpowers, if you ask Jack Bauer a lot, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ask Kiefer, okay? Yeah, just, He's done that crap like nine times. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's only worked nine days his entire life, okay? <laughs> oh, but no, that's cool though. So you're you're gonna see him and it looks like he has a couple of different powers as well. Yeah, yeah. Um so I'm really excited about that, man. Uh this is one of the uh best anti superhero shows. Right. We're like, it just craps on superheroes. Yeah, and, and they just do whatever they want. And I love it. Yeah. I love it. Right? Amazon Prime just lets it all out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks like we got a lot more soups this round, too. A lot, yeah. of, new, more, uh, a lot of new people. Um, is there a musical? Is there a dance 
episode is what it looks like there. I think I heard or read something like that. Oh, I didn't see that. That there's like, I think it's weird. So a lot of sitcoms <laughs> end up having like a, like the flash did it. Um, well, Avengers did it. We had a musical in Hawkeye. Avengers we did have a musical <laughs> in Hawkeye, right? So a lot of uh, TV does. <laughs> A lot of TV does it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think they have like a musical, or maybe they're like filming. Maybe they're like filming something for a commercial right. in the show or something like that. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Cool way to put it in there. Yeah, something different, man. Really excited about this. We'll throw this one on our socials, man. This one actually just dropped before uh, or after we created this week's script and everything. So we kind of wanted to touch on it. All right, man. Moving right along here. <clears throat> Joe Coy, Easter Sunday, uh, set around a family gathering to celebrate Easter Sunday. The comedy will be based on Joe Coy's life experiences in stand-up comedy. Talk to me, brother. Have you watched much of Joy, uh, uh, Joy, Joe Coy? Uh, that's, no. that's really hard to, <clears throat> His, to get out. I, dude, I want to say Joy. I do too. So much. I do too. Right, <laughs> Joe Coy. It's. <laughs> Joy Koi, you want to say Joy Koi, right? Um, <laughs> I have not though. No. Okay, so a lot of his humor is based around his life, right? Kind of his yeah. his race, his his family. He talks about his mom a lot and how she's a you know traditional Filipino woman. Uh, so I think this is just going to be just straight straight down the street for him, right in his lane. Nice. Um, his stand ups are pretty funny. Okay. Uh, he's done a lot of them. So you can pick and choose on Netflix what you want to see. <laughs> but, yeah, this is uh, this is him all day. This is his type of humor. Okay. At least in the, stand, in the stand-up world. So we'll see how it goes in a in a scripted movie. I'm liking the cast, man. You got <laughs> – okay, so it's directed by – I always cannot pronounce my man's last name, but it's the guy from – it's the um, – <clears throat> It's the brown guy from Broken Lizard. That's how he says talks about himself. Okay, yeah. Um, Jay Chandrishkar. I don't know. Yeah. I don't um, know. but he's from Broken Lizard, so he's directing this. He's also in it. It has Tia Carrera, True Lies, mm-hmm. um, Joey Gula, Rodney Two. It's got Eugene Cordero, who's actually pretty freaking hilarious. <laughs> um, Lou Diamond Phillips. Wow. It doesn't get more iconic than right, that, man. Right. Jimmy Yang, Tiffany Haddish. Oh, Let, yeah. Let's go, dude. This is a good <laughs> cast. Um, I'm excited about this, man. This yeah. looks like a movie that I will actually see in theaters. Okay. I like <clears throat> I like when you put comics in these scenarios mm-hmm. um, and just let them do like, you know, they have their comedy specials and yeah. they're funnier and they, you know, they have their bits, but let them just do their comedy special for like two hours. <laughs> and like out, like we actually get to see it, right? Not see them talking about it. Yeah, that's what's funny to me, man. That yeah. that's the appeal of Seinfeld. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. It's like you just see all of it live. Exactly. You can, you can really enjoy it more. Oh yeah. So definitely excited about this one, man. We'll drop this. Um, we'll definitely drop this on our so- socials, and I will. Joe Coy's just got get, got us all tongue tied. Yeah, oh, the rest of the time we'll be all tongue tied. <laughs> All right, so I can stop being tongue-tied here. Let's jump over to the one uh, that you actually brought to my attention, yeah. man. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> so we got, th- 
Okay, okay. so we got 30 years uh, after their popular television show ended, wow. Chipmunks Chip and Dale live very different lives. When a cast member from the original series mysteriously disappears, the pair must unite to save their friend. Talk to me, brother. I love how they're, they're like, uh, they're actors at this point, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, like their stardom, or at least for one of them, has, has kind of ended. Yep. I think it's Chip that's uh, just kind of skating through life, and Dale's having still having fun and success. Time of his life. I just I love that that the show's over. This is what they did after the show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that just just so funny to me. Uh, yeah, so Dale seems to be pretty, doing pretty good for himself. Uh, going to like uh, I think it was called like Actor Con or Character Con just, or something like that. Just doing that. it big, yeah. man. Um, by himself, though. Yeah, yeah. And I love this uh, thing they have called the CGI surgery. <laughs> Big fan. Like, who wrote this, man? Like, <laughs> come, come on. That's what I'm talking about, dude. Uh, yeah, and I also love when characters just kind of live amongst humans, right? We're all, dude, we're all in this one world just having a good time. Love it, man. Yeah. It's that it's that cool world effect, right? It's that who friend Roger Rabbit effect, exactly, man. Yeah. It's it's that type of world. I even loved um Detective Pikachu, man. Like yeah, even that, was, that even they got that off, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where, where we coexist. Yeah. Um and it actually makes sense in a very weird way, man. No, this Ryan is Reynolds, man. You can sell anything. <laughs> you really can with that guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do love the voices, man. You have uh John Mulaney as Chip. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got your man, Andy Sandberg as Dale. <laughs> I I do love that these guys are paired together yeah. and they're going on this mission, man. They're, they're rescue rangers and they're in the real world. And this is really happening yeah. right here. This is here, a, man. a big cast too. Dude. I <clears throat> know uh, we got Seth Rogen, JK Simmons is in this. They're both voices in this movie. Will Arnett, yeah. uh, Keegan, Mike and Key, uh, Eric, they got Eric Bana, Chris <laughs> Parnell, Dennis Habert, dude, Paula Abdul is in yeah, this, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> Everybody. Dude, has a really dope cast. This is directed um, by one of the guys from the Lonely Island, uh, Avika Schaefer, man. And these guys are just talented. They bring good movies yeah. to the film, man. And they get a chance to do this. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Yeah, I'm down for this one. But I do, okay. I do love that one still cartoon and one's three yeah yeah that's that's, yeah, you got that's the best part that's the best part that's the best part of the trailer that's gonna be the best part of the movie man like <laughs> because you know there's gonna yeah. be a thousand jokes about that but yeah. for for each each of them man so <laughs> yeah um this is a disney plus drop which is gonna be good but i don't have to be in the theaters because i would yeah. definitely be in the theater to go see this <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because this is going to be one of those movies. It's a PG movie. It's a kid's movie. But there's going to be also, like, those subtle hits of adult humor. Yeah. I'm definitely down to, to laugh by myself in my living room for this one. Oh, yeah. All day. Going to do it. Going to do so it, bro. And if you wanted to come over, or if I go over, the, I'm inviting myself to your house. That's fine. Um, Welcome anytime. Uh, wings in Chippendale. Let's, let's make it happen. Well, let's make it happen, right. brother. We'll throw this one on our socials, guys. <laughs> So I caught a couple of good ones this weekend. Dude, talk yeah. to me. Uh, senior year. We talked about that one a couple pods ago, you, I think. You did. We did talk about a few pods. You did text me that you watched it. I have not watched it yet. Okay. Well, we won't talk too much about it, though, if you're going to catch it. Well, okay. Well, just tell us this. Thumbs up or thumbs down? 
Okay. Thumbs up. Thumbs up it is, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, your boy Sam Richardson's in it. That's a big boy. Dude, that's you know. A, that's a, I mean, I, that was the highlight of the show for me. Do you yeah. know what I caught? He was in it. What was I watching? Oh, The Wedding Ringer. Oh, yeah. With um, the Kevin Hart movie, yeah, yeah. right? And uh, I know. Olaf. Dude who played <laughs> Olaf, yes. Uh, Josh. Gad- Josh Gad. <laughs> yes. We're not good at this, guys. Yeah, yeah. Damn it, Joy Coy. Um, <laughs> Josh Gad. And Alan Richardson's in it. Now, he's a lot smaller than what he is in Reacher. I mean, he's still a big boy. Yeah. Right? But he's a lot smaller than what he was in Sam Richardson. Richardson. Said Sam. Did I say? He said Alan. You're talking about Aquaman. Wait, what did I do? <laughs> Yo. I don't know if we got crossed. I'm, what what I'm, happened right yeah, now? Joy Coy, you were not seeing your movie, oh, bro. Oh, gosh. We got, we got some... We crossed the streams on that one. We crossed <laughs> the streams right there. You know why? Because Alan Richardson is an author. Who am I even talking about right now? I don't know what's going on. Oh gosh, who's the who is the guy from Reacher? Alan uh, Richardson. Alan, you know, Alan Richardson. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. So Alan Richardson is was in the Wedding Ringer, and he is the guy who plays Reacher, Alan Richardson. Sam yes. Richardson, yes, is the black guy from uh, everything, basically. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in the the movie we did with the beginning of last season. Oh yeah. Forgot the name of it. Ted Lasso. He it. He's in Ted Lasso. He is in Ted Lasso yeah. as the African Prince. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we got that's him. We got crossed over there. That's fine. Yeah, kind of a crossover there. And um, heck, we might do a crossover event one day, there guys. You go. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. We'll, you know, we're just prepping you guys. Uh, <laughs> who? But he's phenomenal, though. Well, but he's he- also in senior year. Is what you're saying? Yes. We came back full circle. We're yeah, good now. Right. We're good. And also. You said Alan Richardson, who played Aquaman in Smallville. Oh, he did. Senior year has Justin Hartley in it, who played the Green Arrow in Smallville. Oh, wow. So, there you go. We fixed it all. Just full circle. <laughs> I know what I'm doing around here, guys. You know it doesn't seem like I do. Uh, but, yeah, thumbs up. <clears throat> what else did you catch this week? Anything good? Uh, old. First That's time on HBO Max. Wait, did now. we? Did you, did you still see that in theaters with me? No, I didn't see it. Okay, I went. I went by myself then. It. Yes, I don't know if you went by yourself. No, I definitely did because okay. there was nobody else to go with. It wasn't you. <laughs> there was absolutely nobody else on this planet to go with. No, nobody was. I can't say let's go see old and people be like, invite me. Yeah, you would have been like, all right. Yeah. What do you think? Talk to me. That was, that was a long movie. For the payoff, it was a long movie. For the payoff, yeah, I think so. Did it you, was it was a good, like most of these movies are in the long haul of things. Yeah, but you know, it could have been about thirty minutes less and probably been all right. It was a <laughs> lot. Okay, so <clears throat> it's just a lot of stringing you along, kind of thing, right? Yeah, it was a lot of exposition that really didn't need to be there. Oh yeah. But I guess, like, I also kind of appreciate that as well because a lot of M. Night's movies, before he did, um, 
was the ones that he did, man. I am losing my mind tonight for some reason, guys. I'm so sorry. Well, well it's kind of like a, um, if you don't know nothing about it, yeah. which I didn't, hadn't seen any kind of real spoilers or nothing on it, you can sit through it and appreciate it all as it's coming at you. Yeah. But I think if you were to kind of have some stuff spoiled and you knew it was going to happen, yeah. it's, there's no point in watching it. I got you. I yeah, got yeah. you. Yeah. It's a one and done for me. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I love the acting. I love the pacing. Once again, a little long in the two sometimes, but I yeah. appreciate that character development. Um, but definitely a one timer. Yeah. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. <clears throat> Dude, I, I don't have much to report on actually like watching stuff. Okay. But I did start this man. Uh, HBO max. I dropped down to the DC hub. Okay. And Watchmen. Remember the movie that came out, the mm-hmm. Zack Snyder movie that came out year, years ago? Yeah. Um, blue guy had his penis all out and stuff you like know, that. Yeah. That's how you got a rock life when you're powerful. <laughs> you're Mr. Manhattan, yeah, right? Exactly. So it's got your, it's got the dude who's on your shirt right now in there as the comedian. Um, but this version was a Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey FYI. Dean Morgan. He's also um, Thomas Wayne as well. He's also Winchester. FYI, supernatural. Uh, let's keep going. He's all over the place. <laughs> He's all over the place. Uh, what is he in, in that show? Negan. Uh, Negan. Negan. Yeah. I knew that, yeah. right? <clears throat> um, this is the actual like comic ver- comic book version okay. of Watchmen. So okay. we, what we watched the Zack Snyder version that wasn't a faithful adaptation, like, yeah, two thirds of it was. Gotcha. And then he kind of like he did with everything else. He kind of just like you know what I'm going to change the third act. Yeah, why not? He did it in, in Man of Steel as well. Christopher Nolan was like, here's the here's the draft. He goes, yeah, I'm going to change up the third act. Just gonna, what what draft? <laughs> <laughs> um. So this is a faithful adaptation. I think there's like seven or eight episodes, and it tells the entire thing, and okay. it's actually really cool. Sweet. Um. So it's like animated? It's animated, okay. but it's like comic book animated where it's not full on. It's like taking, the pages are basically kind moving really slowly. Like, a, like Paper Mario? Yes, exactly, <laughs> actually. That was perfect. And it's really cool, man. Yeah. Um, Which I want to know exactly what that third act is. So I'm excited about this. Sweet, so, so we shall see. Um, And yeah, my, my niece also kicked butt. So that was my... Yeah. My weekend there, but dude, the protege, you trying to jump in it? Yeah, let's handle business. Let's do it. All right, team. So the movie of the week is The Protege. This dropped last year, 2021. We're not going to bore you with movies that came out last year. We're just going to say this, okay? Uh, No Way Home, still amazing. Um, watched that this weekend too. I just wasn't going to say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of watched it too, but I wasn't going to say nothing either. <laughs> Let's go. Um, this movie is directed by Martin Campbell. It's uh, written by Richard Wenk. I couldn't find a budget for this one on any of the sites I use. Mm. Uh, so since we don't have a PI on retainer, I just kind of moved on from that. Yet. Yeah, 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 that's correct. <laughs> 
but the Brock's office brought in eight mil six hundred forty nine thousand. Oh wow! So I assume it probably had a pretty decent sized budget. Yeah, probably because it was there was a lot going on. Uh, so starting this one, we have uh, Maggie Q as Anna Dutton, Ava Thorson as young Anna, man Michael Keaton as Michael Rembrandt. I'm Batman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Samuel Jackson as Moody Dutton, Robert Patrick as Billy Boy, Patrick Malahide as Vol, David Rental as Edward Hayes, and Ray Fearon as Duquette, and about 17 other people that I don't really think are relevant. I mean, they all die, so... Yeah, yeah, there's, there's literally, like, two people that live on that list. <laughs> Maybe three. I think uh, I think Pat, uh, Robert Patrick makes it out. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, go ahead and give us that quick synopsis. Yeah, so funny thing happened with my synopsis, right? Oh, snap. So I wrote it, and then I was reading uh, Wikipedia, mm-hmm. and it was literally almost word for word the Wikipedia summary. <laughs> it was fun. I was like, okay. <laughs> so basically, this is the Wikipedia summary of it. <laughs> uh, uh, please don't sue us. Can Wikipedia sue yeah. people? Uh, I think we can, as long as we're saying we're going to. We say we're we say we're using Wikipedia. Wikipedia, you you can't sue us, okay? Yeah, I'm a, I'm, one of these is going to be a comma instead of a period. So. <laughs> deal, deal. All right, it's so, ours. Yeah. So this film is about uh, Anna. She is a child who's rescued by uh, the assassin Moody. Uh, she sees her parents killed, assassinated, murdered, kind of all three same time. Uh, so Moody raises her and trains her to be a skilled contract killer, which he himself is. However, when Moody's brutally killed, she seeks revenge on pretty much every person that was involved with this uh, to seek revenge on Moody. Yeah, they all got yeah. die. Yeah, it was. It was something else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro, let's go ahead and jump in, man. And straight off the bat, Maggie Q as Anna Dutton, man. She is, you know, we meet her as a child. And all we know is that she just took out like four or five guys. That's all we really know. <laughs> right. Right. Um, what you got to do. But then we see her in present day and she's a badass. Yeah. One of the, the baddest of it's like she's like she's a <laughs> like she is a trained to infiltrate. Yeah, good word by the way. I love that word infiltrate. It was on my uh, word week. Um, that was me ripping off to the next page. To yeah. See what my word is next week. It's not as good as infiltrate though, guys. I've already checked. Um, yeah, you just ripped it off. So yes, yeah, so <laughs> gotta skip it. Um, I also don't really have a book, but anyway, that's beside the point though, guys. Um. She infiltrates and she's able to get up close to people that cannot be cannot get close yeah. to, and she takes them out. Yeah. Why did my man give her the cell phone? Why? <laughs> you got me, I, bro. I mean, you know, sometimes there's there's questions we have. 
I was that, not expecting that, that though. That we just don't have have any answers to. I was not expecting that, like a knife to pop out of that thing and her <laughs> kill everybody right there on the spot. That was awesome. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't. So, like I said, this is directed by Martin Campbell, and like. <laughs> He does have the ability. He did Goldeneye. He did Casino Royale. He did Green Lantern, but we're not going to talk about that movie. Right. But he has the ability to still, after all these years, like shock, awe, and yeah. wow in the beginning of the movie. Right. And that's exactly what he did here. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was more of like maybe her, her kind of using some innocence maybe exactly yeah like because she's a small woman they weren't really afraid of her that, that much Shouldn't and she used her advantage make the call so i can get my son back yeah. and then yeah it was never gonna happen bro <laughs> he's he's there's no getting him back he's already dead but she, but you know she's really close to her uh mentor and surrogate father uh moody and when she's not on these contract kills with yeah. him or whoever, um, she runs a bookstore. Yep. So, you know, she kind of has that double life, yeah. which is actually really cool. I really enjoy, enjoyed that where she's a bookstore owner. She sells all these like expensive, stupid books. Yeah. Um, but when she had, but that's obviously like a front for what she actually does and where she gets her bread and butter. This seems like a hobby. So um, we're like, we're like, she wants to, and not to be how she wants it to be her life. Yeah. You can kind of see that on her face. And she's trying to get there, but Yeah. Dude, let's talk about Anna's fighting style, man. Like comparable to her fighting style. Mm-hmm. Probably like Trinity from The Matrix. Okay. I think Trinity's a little bit more Obviously, because they were using like wires and flying, and they had yeah. powers and crap like that. So she was more like agile and athletic and stuff. Um, but Anna's like sleek style, small, being able to jump and do yeah. stuff like that. Um, She's I, going straight for the death kill, though, for, for the which was the best kill. part, right? Right. She was like a female John Wick. <laughs> That's pretty good, yeah. She was like a female genre. Like, she reminded me a lot of, like, Trinity in her style of fighting. Um, But when it goes to those death blows, definitely female John Wick, bro. And just a master at killing people with anything. Yeah. The plate. The the, the metal plate in the, when she was locked up. In the sink itself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, she definitely uses everything she can. Anything she get her hands on. It's whatever. Bro, cigar knife? Yeah. Yeah. My favorite kill. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yeah, wait. It what? What? No, it wasn't a kill, but she wanted it because she didn't actually kill him with that cigar knife. But that's true. Man. Yeah, she, she, that, that's kind of where the things got weird in the movie, anyways. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed, brother. All right, listeners. We're going to take a quick break. All right, JV. Real quick, man. I don't want to take too much of your time. Okay. Uh, But I want to discuss the great 
Jim Carrey for a second. You got a second? Yeah, I got a couple seconds. All right, dude. Yeah. So, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 just dropped. Oh, yeah. Got to still check it out. But I wanted to know your favorite Jim Carrey movie and favorite scene. I hear this is going to be his last movie. Wow. So, like, I think it's important as, as fans, as comedy fans, as Jim Carrey fans, for us to go ahead and discuss that for a few moments, yeah. man. I mean, all the scenes are iconic in every movie, but what is your favorite movie and favorite scene? You know, I think I just have to stick to one from, from childhood, man. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. That's it. I mean, every time, no matter what. So Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, my favorite scene from that movie is actually kind of two scenes. Okay, talk to back me. To back. When he sells the van, rolls up on the scooter, and he says... You know, just when I think you couldn't do something even dumber, you go and do something like this and <laughs> totally redeem yourself. <laughs> and then when they're riding on the scooter in the ice. Dude, and so fantastic. <laughs> he's like, I got to pee. Just, just let it go. <laughs> so good. Oh, dude, I love that movie, man. Good stuff. Yeah, man. Well, what about you? What's your favorite my favorite scene is Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, when he's at the door of the parents of Ray Finkel <laughs> and quickly describes him because he has a shotgun to his face. Right. Right. And, you know, he does it in one breath and it's super fast. It ends with <laughs> one hell of a model, American. <sighs> right. <laughs> right. It's just like you yeah. see, like, the early acting. You see the yeah. early comedy chops this guy has. Right. And that he gives it everything that he has in every scene. Yeah. This is a really dope, funny scene that I'll never forget, man. Um, my favorite movie of his is actually going to be The Truman Show, which is a different Jim Carrey movie. Yes, yeah. He plays a real guy in this in a really awkward, weird situation. Yeah. Um, and he, I love that he did not put the comedy first. The drama yeah. was there before anything, right? And he just let the comedy be very natural. Oh, he, yeah. He didn't over-try. He didn't overact or anything of that nature. Yeah. Um, I just loved this movie, man. This Jim Carrey performance should have won an Oscar for this. Awesome, man. Uh, listeners, you guys can send us a little something on our social media, letting us know your thoughts and your favorite moments on the legendary Jim Carrey. So check out our link tree in the description and visit our social medias from there. All right, dude. Um, let's jump to Michael Keaton. Michael Rembrandt. One, you have to keep your first name. You have to be just called yeah. your first name just, just in the movie. Yeah, why not, man? <laughs> Lucky guy. <laughs> no uh, no mess-ups for anybody talking to him, right? No script <laughs> mess-ups. Yeah, can't mess up a line. Yeah, yeah. Um, talk about coolest guy in the room. Always the coolest guy in the room. Dude, I was... Always the coolest dude, guy in the okay, room. Okay, so when I was writing... When I was writing my notes for this movie, right? Yeah. Just like his suits? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I rocked an ascot to dinner. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Yo, you know you're the coolest yeah. guy if you rock an ascot. Yeah. I mean. With your head held high. Okay? <laughs> you have to be either Jeremy Irons or Fred from Scooby-Doo. Yes. Those are the ones I know who can, who can pull off an, an ascot, right? <laughs> I was waiting for Fred. <laughs> I was I was hoping you were just say Fred. <laughs> Those are the only two people yeah, yeah. can, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, he pulls it off, man. He's just super cool, man. I also love it <laughs> how like even around the um, 
is that Duquette? Um, him and his men. Yeah, there's no fear. Yeah, there's no fear around around these guys. Yeah, he these guys he knows that these guys hate him because he's <laughs> closer to the boss than oh yeah everything. No fear at all, man. I loved it. I like uh, when he's talking to him after she escapes that that cell. He's like he's she's or Duquette's like it's no big deal or whatever. We'll find her. And he's like. <laughs> She's gonna find you next. <laughs> he's gotta walk off. He's like, standing there like, oh, okay. like, what are you talking about? Um, it's already four zero, dude. Okay, yeah. <laughs> super cool guy. Yeah. And then he walks out to like the biggest guy, who's like mean mugging him. He goes, "Hey, man, where do you get your shoes from?" <laughs> like, what's I got, a, I got a cousin that's tall, big and tall like that. Yeah. <laughs> but even, but even talking about like his fighting style, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got um, some good. He is. Guys. You can tell that he. There's not. The cool thing is like there's not much known about him, but you can tell he is probably like ex special forces. Yeah. Right. Um. He's probably like a security expert. The way he's reading the room and everything at the end of the movie. Definitely a lot of training. A lot of <sighs> dude. A lot, man. Um. I feel like his style was a lot more like um. <clears throat> Jason Bourne, a lot of a lot of that um, really close combat hand hand to hand stuff, throwing people through windows, just dude, just badass, breaking tables and yes, everything else in the way. Yes, like the fighting the other dudes, but even fighting her, man, he has a distinct style, man, and he does so cool. Mm -hmm. The my favorite thing about Michael Keaton and this Michael Keaton in any movie, right? He is the one actor, and he's been doing this since <coughs> Mr. Mom, Multiplicity, Batman, all of these movies, man. Mm-hmm. He tells you so much with just like this part of his face right here. Yeah, bro. a lot of a lot of muscles around the eyes. Dude, he's so good <laughs> at it, though. He's just doing like eye exercises all the time. Dude, but like he can tell an entire story just with yeah. the way that he looks. Now, if that's not acting, bro, if that's not bringing, like, this character to life, I don't know what is, bro. I mean, that's being the coolest guy in the room, right? Just, just Keaton, chill, bro. not doing a whole lot, but you're the spotlight with that ascot. So, like, he is, you're right. And then, so he is, like, the villain. Well, I guess they're all villains. They're assassins and killers and yeah, stuff no, like there's that. There's no there. good people in this movie. Really no good people there. Nope. Um, maybe Robert Patrick, but who knows? Um, mm, I don't know about him either. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's Anna versus Michael. Mm-hmm. But there's this real sex appeal between the two, right? Oh, there's this is real connection. There definitely is a connection, and I love it when they <laughs> fight and then they hook up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you got. I don't know. I guess they're battling each other, but like, I don't know. They develop some kind of respect for each other at the same time. Yeah. Because uh, they don't, nobody ever really wins, like, when they fight. So, I, mean, I guess that's the, they just kind of go the through best it, thing man. to do, I guess. If you ain't gonna, just, yeah. I mean, just kind of go yeah. at it. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess, I guess that's how things are going to go. So, Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> Moody Dutton. Talk to me, brother. So, 
Moody's cool. It's cool. He's yeah. cool. The character of Moody is cool, but Samuel Jackson playing him is even cooler. Yeah. So he's into guitars. He's into kind of. He's like a big kid, right? Like he's just living his life. He he. If he wants something, he's getting it. He's flying a drone and all kinds of stuff. Like there's all kinds of stuff in his house. The joy yeah. on his face yeah. with that damn drone. Dude. Okay. <laughs> And I love that he has a secret barn room. Yeah. Like, that was awesome. Uh, but all together, he, he's he's an assassin, but he really cares for Maggie. Yeah. And he shows that the whole time. They care for each other a lot. Uh, but, like, he's still a bad guy, right? He's still an assassin. Yep. And <clears throat> both of them are assassins. But it's hard to kind of the way they act and the way they talk with each other. You don't see that with the other no. side of the bad guys. So it kind of puts them as the good guys, quote unquote. But there's, there's no good guys. There's no good people. Which are like these are some of my favorite movies when right. literally nobody's good. You know, <laughs> it's like it's like behind the lines of of the the good and evil. I yeah, guess. we're so, just we're just in evil. Yeah, but what happens? In there, exactly <laughs> right. The, the the structure and yeah. the legions and stuff like that is happening behind <laughs> the evil. Um, yeah, dude. But for one, it's Samuel Jackson. Yeah, they probably can't disclose the budget because most of the budget is him. Um, I mean, Keaton's probably got a got a good check in there too. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But. Samuel Cha-Ching. Right. Okay. Um, he plays a big yeah. kid here, but also a badass assassin. Uh, but he's also dying. And, wh- and what's weird, dude, is I keep forgetting this is a 2021 movie. Like, when you were watching this, did you ever think it was like an older movie? The I entire felt like time. that the whole time. Like, I was like, this is, 19, this is 18, exactly. 19 or something like that. It's got to be. So that I'm saying, like, Keaton might have had a bigger check, but really, this was like a year ago. Samuel's still on time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Moody's character, he's he has, like, this chronic illness, yep. and he's dying. So he knows his days are numbered, but he also wants to make sure that Anna's kind of set up for life and everything is done there. You, you can tell the... Uh, paternal instincts kind of kicking, which has been there the entire time. Yeah. But even later in life, now that he's, you know, about to kick the bucket or whatever, he really feels her, man. And and you can see that dynamic in every scene that they're together. Doesn't he give her like the deed to the bookshop or something yeah. like that? Yep. Uh, so yeah, he's trying to to tie up some loose ends, I guess. But. You know, we think he dies in the movie. Yeah, so the Which thing is, that kind of kicks it, kicks this entire thing off, you're right, is that assassination. It's the him. plot of the movie, right? It's, yeah. it's his death leads to everybody else's death, <laughs> basically. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Samuel Jackson, man. You just can't kill him. Yeah. I mean, they look, okay, they tried it in Winter Soldier. Failed. Okay. They just failed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like simple you as that. Can't do it. Yeah. You're not killing Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Even uh, 
getting turned to ash. He still came back, right? Yo, he still came back. <laughs> Ended up how, in space somehow. How, no, no clue how. Ask, we still don't really know that whole thing. That's still, <laughs> that's still a line that's kind of blurry. Very, but very bad. But I digress. Um, no, he's just a very cool mentor. Reason why it's called the protege is because uh, you know he's the master and Anna is the protege. I love it that she even takes his last name. Yeah. All right, man. We got your boy Robert Patrick as Billy Boy. <laughs> Billy Boy, man. Uh, we have this guy. He is a hard riding uh, motorcycle guy oh. on the hogs with his boys, but he seems like he has a some history and close connection with both Anna and Moody. Looks yeah. like they've been through some crap together, and he's there just for like a safe haven. Yeah, and some kind of, information right, as well. Kind of, kind of the the man in the chair for them. The man in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a role that is forever secured in the in the movie lingo. Hey, do you have a best friend or like a man in the chair or something? Yeah, uh, yeah he tried to kill me actually. <laughs> um. Oh, but yeah, Patrick uh, Robert Patrick's role very small, uh, but he's he's in there and he he's vital because he does help Anna when she's down, and also gives them a safe haven and a place to plan their last attack. Oh yeah, I don't really care about all these other people, man. Nah, maybe maybe Ray Fearin. Yeah, uh, yeah. Everybody else after that is just. It's kind of cannon father. So here's the thing. Yeah, no, you're right, man. And like, <laughs> here's the thing: when you have these like international type movies, right? This is gonna suck to say, and I'm sorry. I, I got to do it, man. But I see it in movies all the time. When you have these international type flicks, and you have all these like different European or yeah. you know Caucasian guys. You, it's really hard to tell them apart, right? And I don't mean that in like in a mean way. I mean that we're like. They all have the same accent. Yeah, I, I, I did at, at one point. I didn't know who the big bad boss was. It was it the dude with the beard, or was it the right. dude sitting down? And obviously, it was the dude sitting down who was clean cut and everything. But at first, I couldn't tell. Well, that's because their roles weren't very grand in the scheme of things. Exactly. Like they came in, did a little bit of stuff, and there's not enough interaction to determine their place, I yeah. guess, or or a spot in the memory of the movie. Yeah. It's just like okay, some some people and then the people we just talked about. <laughs> but yeah, we can jump over here to uh Ray Fearn as Duquette. One thing, Duquette, badass name for a villain, okay? Agreed. Just straight up badass name. <laughs> if I'm gonna write an an international action movie international spy thriller, yeah. my villain's name is going to be Duquette, okay? It's going to be Francois Duquette, okay? That sounds like I've heard it before in a movie. But yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably have. I'm just, or at least more. I mean, definitely heard Duquette. Definitely heard Francois. Put them together. Never heard Maybe them together. Maybe <laughs> middle name. Maybe <laughs> middle name. Or a sir. <laughs> sir, is that... That's right. And, and, and he's definitely wearing an ascot the entire time. <laughs> and I'm probably That's just going to get Michael Keaton to do it. Yeah. Makes I, sense. I'm, I'm going to ask him. Makes see, sense. see what he says. He's busy, you know, playing Batman again. Yeah. Um, 
No, nah, man, but he is, you think of him just as a henchman at first, but he also has kind of other aspirations. Yep. Right. He wants to be kind of the leader in charge and the closest man to the big bad boss. But I'm sorry, dude. You're not Michael Keaton. <laughs> you don't have an ascot. Yeah. Ascot. Yeah. I can't talk today. Damn oh, it, Joy Coy. Um, <laughs> oh, I did that on purpose. I did that one on purpose. No, I did that one on okay. purpose. I think. Uh. Um, <laughs> Joe Coy. Joe Coy. I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, but yeah, Duquette, he has aspirations for himself. Cannot live up to him because yeah. Anna has other plans. We know what those plans are. She just wants to kill him. Yeah. And get yeah. information wants to get information and then kill him. And she does. Yeah. You know what I love though? <clears throat> karma. Not karma. Right. Like my wife. Karma. And what is karma? <laughs> they tried to they waterboarded her. Yeah, yeah. And then they were gonna hang her. Yep. How did she kill this dude? She kind of does an inverse waterboarding to get yeah, the yeah. information, and then she hangs him. Then she had has sex in his in his bedroom they with did, somebody else. They it's did, not him. Yeah. Hey, Michael Keaton got yeah yeah. As well, uh, all kinds of disrespect. As as Moody says, <laughs> you got laid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Let's uh, jump to the look and feel of this movie, man. When you do these like international kind of espionage, yeah. kind of assassin type movies, right? You kind of do a lot of globe trotting, man, and I I appreciate that. I will say, uh, Moody's apartment was super dope. Mm-hmm. The bookstore was a great, just sexy yeah. type. Like she's she was a sexy librarian. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Every guy's fantasy, um, and that that was her. But my favorite, though, everybody everybody I've talked to and the things I've read about it was like, yo, that last scene when they're on the island and they're about to have dinner was cool. Mm-hmm. But my favorite, though, was the dinner just between Anna and Michael. Right. Like, just the look and feel of that scene, the closest of the two, the dialogue. I, mean, I was wearing an ascot, right? She was in this like beautiful red yeah, one yeah. piece with some Jimmy Choo's or whatever. Um, right. I don't know. If there was it's fashion Jimmy fashion Choo's. segment. I have uh, no clue what she was wearing. Actually, he, <laughs> he, he says it, but I totally forgot yeah, what right. he said because it was cool because they were all like one up in each other like in the conversation. Yeah. Just Martin Campbell just makes a really cool, slick, sexy movie, dude. He's been yeah. doing it forever, so always fabulous, always amazing, man. His his sexiest movie to date. Definitely not Green Lantern, um, but if you need to go back, watch Casino Royale, right? Which is a Fair. slick, sexy movie. Just the look and feel is just phenomenal. I want to jump over to the theme, man. Why not? Let's, let's do it. Go ahead and do this, brother. This is a movie that the, the writer-director was... What they were trying to tell, what they were explaining through the, the lens is how you kind of how you kind of mature, how you kind of get older in life, right? right? And what it takes to get past the trauma that has occurred in your life. 
and how it kind of comes back full circle. That's exactly what happened. I mean, this movie ended where it began. Right. 30 years later um, for her. And she has to keep doing the same exact thing to stay alive. Which was interesting, man, where you don't really see, you really always see like progression in movies. Yeah. You don't really see like a circle. Okay. And to see it come back there and she just kind of exits that ground floor. Yeah. Um, we're back here. And, yeah. and I guess in a world where there's no heroes, there's, there's no good guys. Um, that's all we can really ask for. Right. right. Just to, just to survive. Exactly. Yeah. Just to survive. And that's exactly what she's doing. Um, she didn't have to take my man out like that, though. That, I mean, was, you know. that, was, that was messed up, bro. <laughs> my man was like, yo, we can, we, we could be a good thing. Yeah, she, yeah. She, she was, she's like, it wasn't, wasn't that good, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I asked Vicky Vale. She said it wasn't that yeah. good, bro. <laughs> well, there goes Michael Keaton ever, yeah. ever being on the pod. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Just messed that up. Yep. All right, man. So that's our conversation about the protege. Give me your thoughts and ratings, brother. We're well, gonna go with a three out of five. Okay. For this one, of uh, fun movie. Yeah. Super long movie though. Hour hour forty it hour was, fifty. It was long. I think it, it could have been a little shorter. I, I I have that issue sometimes, like. Like attention span, with, with, right? Yeah, with these kind of dialogue-heavy movies. Yeah, for me. Um, but it did keep moving. Uh, the fight scenes were a lot of fun. Yeah, fight scene was really good. Which one was your favorite? I wasn't really much of a fight scene. I think it was kind of that uh, that bookstore scene. Was oh fun. yeah, yeah. The the shoot up there because uh, we kind of get to see her. In action a little bit more, kind of yeah, the the smart she has, um, but they were all fun. I mean, she played possum. Yeah, she played yeah, possum. Yeah. That was super cool. <laughs> and that was kind of like the first uh, the first glimpse into some bad stuffs gonna start happening. Yeah, uh, but second time I watched, I watched it again because I watched it like two weeks ago. Nice. And then you were like, "Hey, let's do this one," and I was like, "Okay, I'm on." Watch it again. Deal. So, yeah. Deal, deal, Three deal. Good stuff, brother. Um, This one, man, I don't think I'm going to be watching this one again. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie has a good look and feel to it, and I like the world that Anna lives in. Yeah. But I don't think without Moody, there's no, like, hope for anything else, right? right. I don't know what it is after this for, for her. Um, I'll give this one two buckets of popcorn. Okay. Two buckets of popcorn is for the amazing Michael Keaton as my favorite character in this yeah. movie. Um, just a badass and just the sleek, sexy style. Yeah, of Martin Campbell, man. That's and, what was fun about this movie for me. And you know, it was kind of the same. It's two different movies. You got old. They had the protege, but they kind of run the same path. Like it's a lot of character building, character building. Yeah. Um, 
action, action here and there, and then this big reveal towards the end. Well, where do we go from here, right? Right. Yeah. And after that, it's like, okay, we're here. The bubbles popped. Where's the oh? Like, what kind of what kind of progression can we do for this person yeah. moving forward? And there's really not. You, yeah. You're correct. The same thing about yeah. old. Um, where there's really nothing more you want to see from Anna Dutton. Right. Um, we see that she has a blown up book, bookstore, so she'll probably just <laughs> fix that and go back to, to that. But as far as this like badass assassin, there's nobody else looking behind her back. So yep. all the loose ends were tied up. Uh, but yeah, definitely worth the watch. Yeah, of course. Michael Keaton in an ascot, dude. That's that's eight yeah. bucks right there, bro. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> day, all day. All right, team. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, talking through the protege. Next week, we will be discussing term life, and that's streaming on Netflix. I'm Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I'm Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. J8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.